Welcome to this Kingdom Faith Yorkshire podcast from the August family holiday. This talk is by Paul Abel. It's going to be a camp, so you know how you get tired at camp? Have you ever had the embarrassment of falling asleep in a meeting? I've done that, you know, this one, the down on the floor on your face completely, and you fall asleep. And you feel a little bit embarrassed and a little bit guilty. And when we were at the uh, European Leaders Advance uh, earlier this month, or no, yes, last month, or whenever, uh, Bill Johnson said something that I thought was brilliant. And he said, why do we feel embarrassed when we fall asleep? I've never fallen asleep when my children or grandchildren... I've never been embarrassed or ashamed when my children have fallen asleep in my arms. And he thought, yeah, God's not embarrassed. God's not ashamed. He's just delighted that we're in his presence. And it's like, okay, it's okay. I'm not giving you permission to all fall asleep in the next five minutes. But I just wanted to say that because to me it was just like, oh... Yeah, and I think we're going to get some, oh, yeah, moments about Jesus and his love for us. I know we're blowing the trumpet and we're called to be an army, but actually this army is a very peculiar army because it's a family. And we've only got two meetings when we're all together, but this is the first one and then that last one Sunday morning. But we will be all encountering God together the whole of the camp as well. But it felt important to be all together in this first one. Because it's a powerful statement that just because you're shorter doesn't mean God's plan for you is any less. And that God's not going to use you anymore right now. The prayers of Samuel Fraser are as powerful as the prayers of Paul Abel. Because it's the same Holy Spirit. All it takes is faith. And we're just going to do something together right now in the last sort of 20 minutes that we're gathered, because this is just a short meeting, because not everybody's set up, and we've got a barbecue, and everything else that's happening. But we're just going to do something which is going to be prophetic for the camp that I believe God has given to me. We're going to be in the the Gospel of Mark a, a lot at this particular camp. And God actually took me back. I haven't used the truth for quite a while, and God took me back to the truth, and I was reading... Uh, Mark's Gospel again in the truth and comparing it with others like you do. And uh, it's just been really, I don't know, exciting is the right word. And he's taken me back to some very familiar stories. And he said to me, this time away together, it's not going to be lots of highfalutin. I don't know if he said highfalutin. But teaching, it's going to be encounter. And the teaching that there is, is going to be enabling us to fall in love with Jesus and so be empowered. It's a time, we, we sung it in the song that you led earlier. There's, there's shackles that we haven't even noticed that just hold us back, that complete acceptance. Maybe you've been totally secure whenever you've fallen asleep, in a, uh, when you've been praying at home and you thought, oh no, I fell asleep again. God never said that. And I think it's those little things that can just reveal a little bit of, actually, God's a lot better than I think he is. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to recruit some help very soon. Okay, um, Brian Ward, you're spared, Brian Blacklock. 
May I borrow you, please? Oh, Kingdom Faith Yorkshire T-shirt blast from the past. Who's still got their T-shirt? That's amazing. That, well, that's 12 years old, Brian. I've painted in mine. <laughs> when we came up and we've been leading J24-7, everybody that was here then was sort of saying, oh, they'll be getting us to wear T-shirts next because... J24-7 all had T-shirts. So we said quite clearly, uh, we're not being the children's ministers here. We're not going to get you T-shirts. At the end of the year, we had (laughs) T-shirts. By popular demand. Now, you're going to be Jesus. Yorkshire Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Now then. (laughs) You're used to being a leader, and you are a senior leader of this church, you and Shona together. And you're used to people seeing you, and you're used to people taking you as an example. And people learn from you by looking at him. And that's what we're going to do a lot of. We're going to look at Jesus. But just for this act this morning, Jesus has shaved. (laughs) At least in this story, I reckon he had a beard anyway. Sorry? Not as dark. Not as dark. Now, what I need from uh, the room is a whole bunch of particularly younger people to come and follow Jesus. If you could just stand that way, okay? You are his disciples. So, can I have a whole bunch of at least the under 19s come and stand behind? Brian the Jesus. That's the, you don't necessarily have to be in the line. It's not school. Awesome. What a bunch. Now, Brian, if you'd like to turn around, you can see the disciples that have gathered to follow you. Yeah. Awesome. How's your acting? Let me just go and stand here so I can see. Yes. Could, you, could the disciples all face this way now? Awesome. Now, if... You could just show me your acting face, please, because that's going to be important. <laughs> Joshua's acting face is particularly unique. That's a good one. I like that one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, show me your extremely sad face. I'm glad that so many of you are struggling. Uh, show me your extremely happy face. Awesome. We have a bunch of actors in the room, right? So... I'll tell you what you're going to be doing as it happens, okay? But basically, we're going to watch this story unfold. Now, put yourself in amongst that lot. Because you are disciples of Jesus, aren't you? I've got the right meeting. (laughs) So you're one of this lot up there. Pick your (laughs) favourite. You're all of them. Right. On the evening of the same day, Jesus said to his disciples, and you will have to use these words, <laughs> let us go over to the other side. They were going to go over to the other side of the lake. Now, did you hear Brian say that? Yes. Let's just check at the back here. Zach, you're more or less at the back here. Did you hear Brian? What did he say? Yeah, you're, let's go to the back. You're nearly there. This could have been a problem in Jesus' day. Jesus, you weren't loud enough. 
Listen carefully. <laughs> he got it perfectly right this time. <laughs> Be healed. <laughs> He's been praying out too much, I know. Right, so... They were amongst the big crowd. We can just be a crowd as well as disciples for a minute. Okay. Jesus did this. Jesus did that. I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling very good. I didn't get a very good seat. All that stuff, you know, that crowds do. But you're not a crowd. You are disciples. Disciples don't mumble and grumble. Do they? Anyway. <laughs> Behave yourself, Jesus. <laughs> oh boy, I should have asked one of the children to be Jesus. Right. <laughs> so, leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in one of the boats. So, I want you to bunch up in a boat with Jesus in the boat. Now, actually, in this story, you ended up at the back somehow. So you can go and join Lauren there. Because you were in the back of the boat, in the stern. See, I've got all the nautical terms. Um, Yeah, just bunch up a bit more. Some of you can just just start rowing across because the wind's down a bit at the moment. It's calm. And you're just going across the lake. It's very good. That's very good. What? I mean... You can't pay actors like this, can you? You certainly can't. Now, suddenly, see, that's just this. I'm astounded. We should be filming this. A sudden storm arose. Oh, you're not at the storm. That's very good, yeah. At waves began to break over the side of the boat. You're getting soaking wet. But Jesus was asleep on a cushion. I like the way it even says on a cushion. He's got a cushion. On the floor, you're asleep. So there was powerful winds. Disciples began to panic. <laughs> you, my son, are looking far too calm. I'm panic. <laughs> okay. One of them, I don't know which one, got the job of going to wake Jesus up. I don't know how they felt about this. He looks quite peaceful, doesn't he? He might be snoring, I don't know. No, it's not snoring. In fact, he looks like he is asleep. I'm a bit worried. (laughs) Jonah says he is asleep. That's good. Great acting. Method actor all along. Right. Just have a quick debate amongst yourselves, but nobody actually wants to do it.
Oh, Sam, it looks like he got volunteered. Just wake him up, give him a shake. <laughs> now, this is what they said to him. It's quite revealing of the disciples, but I wonder how many times we've sounded. Not probably the first three words, but then the next bit. So the first thing they say, and you have to scream this all together, we are drowning. Did you get that? Then they said, Don't you care? Don't you care? You guys are good. Don't you care to Jesus? Uh, How many times have we actually said it? Jesus did wake up. You can stand up, Jesus. That's Jesus' reserve. That's little Jesus. A little Jesus, okay. Anyway, Jesus stood up, and it says here that he commanded the wind and the waves. How's the voice? It's not bad. Okay. Because what he shouted over the wind and the waves was, quiet, be still. Yeah, oh, that's good, Brian, yeah. Wind and waves. Look very worried. Quiet, be still. And that was the effect that he had. (laughs) Now, notice something really interesting here. The disciples went to Jesus. As a thought, they didn't not go to Jesus. They were afraid. They were panicking. But they went to Jesus. Then they said, said, they prayed, they spoke. To God, in the boat. We're drowning, don't you care? An unusual prayer, maybe. No, maybe not as unusual as we might like to think. And Jesus gets up and answers the prayer. Have you ever thought that you've got faith because God answered a prayer? But they had faith. They prayed. God answered. And then Jesus says, Why are you little... Wrong one. (laughs) Bad stand in, Jesus. Why are you afraid? He asked the disciples. Why are you afraid? Is your faith so weak? Is your faith so weak? Hang on a minute. They went to Jesus. They cried out to Jesus, who is God. God stood up, answered their prayers, and he said, what little faith you've got. Why did he say it? Their prayers were fantastic. The wind and the waves got stilled. It's because they'd forgotten who he was. Don't you care? We're going to drown. Faith comes from a relationship with somebody you know is completely and utterly trustworthy. There's no way they're going to drown. What did he say to them at the beginning? Anybody remember? He said something and I asked Zach about it. Can you still remember what it was? We go to the other side. Perfect. We're going to the other side. They couldn't drown. The most trustworthy person in the universe 
And Brian's pretty trustworthy, but Jesus <laughs> is even better. The most trustworthy person in the universe had said, we're going to the other side. They couldn't drown, and he certainly does care. But I guess many of us go through times of we feel like we're drowning, and we can feel like God doesn't care. But what we need to do in those situations is go to Jesus, but remember who he is. He wasn't going to let you guys drown. There was one other thing I think that he wanted them to do, and it will probably come out in other stuff. They didn't actually need to even wake him. They could have stood themselves and said, quiet, be still, because they'd already been given the commission. They'd already been told what they were going to do. So any one of them, you could have done it. Bella could have done it. Sam, Joshua, Zach. Anyone could have done it. Any disciple could have done it. Quiet, be still. And it was all because they would have trusted what he'd said. They wouldn't actually be doing it. It'd still be God. They'd be operating, if you like, or doing what God has said. Children, adults, we're going to the other side. We are going to the other side. You guys can sit down. You've been marvelous help. You can give them a round of applause. They were in such awe that they, all they could do was question amongst themselves, who can this be? You see, they were with Jesus. They were even in a boat with Jesus. They were even disciples of Jesus, but they still didn't really know who he was. And I think Jesus wants to actually reveal even more of himself to every one of us. That's why he's actually got us here this August. To reveal himself to us. Who can this be? He commands even the wind and the waves and they obey him. I'll tell you who he is. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. But a man of such love that knew the only way to take us with him to heaven to meet the Father was to come and die on a cross and suffer. And yet he still did it. He was fine. He was in heaven. He was with the Father. He didn't need us. But he wanted us. And he wants you now. He wants all of us now. Just to finish. Recently, we talked, we were, I mentioned Joshua marching around earlier. Go back a bit further in time in, those, in the stories of Joshua and Caleb when the people of God were right on the edge of going into the promised land. You remember Joshua and Caleb had gone in with another group and they came back with a report. It's a marvelous place. It's glorious. You should see the promises. It's awesome. But 10 of the 12 said, yeah, it's difficult. We're going to have to fight for it. I don't think we can do it. There were giants in the land. We look like grasshoppers. And all the people listened to the moaners and the grumblers. 
And I didn't go into the promised land until 40 years later. And God said over Caleb, who had said, we can certainly do it. God said, my servant Caleb has a different spirit. And I will give him the land he went into, and his descendants shall inherit it. God speaks that over us right now. We're going to the other side. We are a people of a different spirit. Don't think you're not, you are. Caleb had his off days, we've had ours, but we are people of a different spirit. We're going over to the other side because Jesus had said so. We're just going to stand and still a few storms now and then. Why could Caleb and Joshua believe and not the rest of the ten? I believe it was because they knew more of who God was like. Because faith can only come from a relationship with God. You can read the Bible and read the Bible and read the Bible and still not know who God is. You have to walk in a relationship. So that's why there's going to be many opportunities while we're here to encounter him. But it's called August, because it's in August, but also because it's got us in it. You'll notice that Busy Bees has got us in it, and House of Heroes has got us in it, and Combustion has got us in it. Because it's about us, God's family, God's body, being together, and using that authority we have together. Your best Sounds terrible to say this, but your best isn't good enough. Joshua, you're an amazing 10-year-old, and you're often quite rightly told you're doing a great job. Just do your best. But actually, for the army of God, the family of God, your best isn't good enough. You need Cameron's best. You need Samuel's best. You need your mum's best. You need Hannah's best. You need Josie's best. We actually need one another to be the body. Our best isn't good enough because it's never supposed to be. It's a people together. We are going to the other side. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.